Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Shmoe Me the Money. Uh, we are coming down to the home stretch here. Um, yeah. This week, which we won't be talking about those matches yet, is the final week of matches before Spectacular. But we'll be talking about last week's matches, which was the second to last week of matches. Um, three of the four matches are singles matches of the singles tournament. Uh, one of them was a pay-per-view for the team's tournament final, which we will get to. Yeah, Deacon, I bet you love it very much when Jeff doesn't open his mouth. Yeah, I know, right? You know, in Orlando, I slapped him. I bet you did. You probably deserved it. Like, let, like, come on, let's be honest. Uh, but no, um, don't forget, everyone, we have a Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash me the money. You feel like uh, donating? Uh, maybe we'll give it to someone else again because that that actually did really well for us last week. So yeah, it did really don't no, it did really well for for Jesse. Didn't like it did. It's what it was also fun to be able to re to read it off and stuff. Yes, it maybe does. we'll start trying to do that. Maybe maybe we'll split it. We'll see how we how we're maybe feeling. we'll I mean, we never take we never try and push it so. out of the book of our friends over at What the Show and everything that we make donate to charity or something. Well, yeah, could I mean, be an idea that we do. Um, who knows? But uh, no, we got some matches to talk about uh, this week. Up first, uh, Battle of the Rookies. Two uh, rookie singles players that have been very, been played very, very well this year. Paige for Betty of the usual suspects, the Boston Badass versus Downtown Griffey Newman. Um, Newman wins by TKO. Yep. Newman was very good in this match um is up seven to four after round one um so anytime that you like for me if you get at least six in round one you you really set yourself up very very well to win the match um because you're you're really ahead the entire point um Well, Garth, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, we uh, we both have that grizzly thing. Uh, Garth, I hope you get well soon. Um, I was seeing that you've been in the um, hospital here the last few weeks, so hopefully you uh, get well soon and am able to yeah. not live at the hospital. No one wants to have to be at the hospital a lot, so I hope you're able to get well soon and can get home there. Uh, we appreciate yeah. you stopping by. Uh, Griffey Newman continues his streak of being he hasn't lost in singles or teams. He has not lost this nope. year. Uh, the streak continues. Um, he's definitely, like, a lot of people were talking up to this match. Whoever wins this match is definitely set up for Rookie of the Year. With Newman winning, um, I think he is, at this point, out of what's been aired, I think him and Thomas Harper are definitely near the top for uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it's it's pretty much those two. I mean, like there, it's those two, and then people are like talking about like Nikki Dimolanta. Nikki Dimolanta's had like a couple matches so far, and like she's been excellent in all of them, but still only just a couple matches. Like in terms of uh, throughout the year of, of it, it's really between right now Griffin Newman and Thomas Harper, and we also have to take into effect into account how because um, it's like yes, Griffin Newman has like especially. Um, after like last week with his multiple matches um yeah. of course he has like way more matches than harper has because of the tournament but like 
you know, Harper Harper's whole thing is like, how do I put it? Um, it's a very difficult, different kind of of studying in order to do as to do the kind of like damage he's done to other players. So that's why it's it's still difficult for me to like weigh one or the other. I I do I do agree it's very hard not to pick him. If Harper were to defend and in like some sort of like great match, it'd still be down to the wire for me. Um, we'll we'll just have to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I Christian has said numerous times, the singles the singles belt is the most coveted belt in the Schmodown. So if you're a rookie and you win that belt at Spectacular, um, it's really like I think what Thomas has done is impressive. Um, but like the fact is as of right now, as of when this match aired, Griffey Newman had made it to the semifinals of the singles tournament and was in the finals of the team's tournament. Yep. That is potentially have a two tournament win on your resume. That is really impressive. Thomas has won one tournament. He wasn't in the second tournament because he was the champion at that point. If he would have lost to uh, um, Andrew, I think he would have been back in the tournament and he could have won it a second time, but he would have had a loss on his uh, resume. Um, I think rookie of the year, hands down, comes between Griffin Newman and Thomas Harper. Um, No offense to uh, Nikki. Um, I just feel like Thomas is going to win at Spectacular. So I think... Whoever wins between those two will, will be kind of on the same level there as uh, Newman, but we just have to see what Newman does at Spectacular. Um, so um, I'm bummed uh, that Paige is done for the year. No more matches for Paige as she had previously lost her team's tournament match. Um, I haven't talked to her, but I hope she somehow finds a way to Spectacular. It would be great to see her. Um, I believe I... she will. She will be at spectacular, if I'm not mistaken. I'm very, I'm very um, excited to see her there. Um, it was great getting to see her in um, New York. Um, I think that she's become, you know, a pretty good friend uh, through all of this. She's a friend of the channel. She's hung out multiple times with us in these like late night Friday calls, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah, um, she was a uh, panelist on one of our older shows. Uh, with her usual suspect counterparts with um why am I blanking on their name? Um Amaru Moses and Frankie Alvarez. Frankie Alvarez, and you want to know why yes. I blanked on Frankie? Because he never responded to our DMs. That's probably why I blanked on Frankie. <laughs> no, no, he eventually responded. He's he's very busy and whatnot. Um he it just took a bit in order to get there. But don't worry. Um, people should check that out. It is uh, a, a great episode. It's I great. I wanted to get to... them back on, but like we've said numerous times in the past couple weeks, we got lazy. Uh, we, we got just... lazy. We got tired. Check it out. Um, there's absolutely nothing controversial discussed on that episode. Oh, shoot. This... <laughs> That's the <laughs> episode I just remembered. Yeah, nothing controversial. Nothing, uh, nothing. happened there. Nope, nothing happened. So, um, yeah, this right here, what happened... Paige was so confident with this answer. She's like, cast away. Incorrect. They say illegal well, of her own. And she's like, oh, no. 
Yeah, if you recall um, when when Radis played Alvarez, when he didn't know answers and he very confidently super said super confident. Thing, yeah, I'm um, super confident. Yeah, like like it's different when it's like somehow you say it very confidently, but also like it's pretty obvious you didn't know the answer. Um, here it's like, damn, that sucks. Um, yeah. And these are things like she, she knows, she knows a lot more than sometimes like if, if, a, if a question evades her, um, sometimes she actually knows it. Sometimes she doesn't just like many other great players. Sometimes it just doesn't go their way. Sometimes it's literally just yeah. like a brain fart. It's a moment of weakness. Yeah. Um, the only question that Newman missed the entire match was the, uh, the black cinema question, his, um, eighth question in round one, uh, went perfect with Jim Henson in round two, uh, checked down, and he won by TKO, so we didn't have to answer a round three uh, question. Oh. Um, oh, by the way, guess what I just did? What? I finally bought a t-shirt. Oh, you did? Yeah, I bought mine uh, on uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, it's supposed <laughs> to get here um, the week of Thanksgiving. So I should have it yeah. for Spectacular. Yeah. I'm probably going to be wearing it the day of uh, Spectacular and the Expo. I'll probably <laughs> like, wear it like around other places um, because like, I don't know, I'm, I'm much of a, when I go out, I wear like button downs more because um, I just, that, that's what I feel more Did you buy the t-shirt or the uh, I bought the t-shirt. I, okay. I bought the t-shirt. I'm not going to bring, I'm not going to buy a hoodie to like pack and wear in fucking Los Angeles, even if it is yeah. early December. Um, I'll get a hoodie actually probably after that though. Um, in order to just I won't because I live in the desert. Yeah. So, but um, I, for those of you who didn't know, like we're talking about, um, I, I'm plugging this thing here. When we first started the Streamlabs thing, like when when Buck set it up, he also put our our logo. Um, he got our logo and put it on some merch things. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll revisit this. If you go to this link, by the way, if you go to streamlabs.com slash show me the money in the top right corner, you can go ahead and order merch. And, and so we discussed, we, and he brought that up beginning of the year and I'm like, okay, cool. Forgot about it completely. We never even bothered to go back and like, to like really try and like, see if we could do anything about it, do anything with it. Um, especially because, you know, um, with us being lazy, it's not like we're like necessarily growing at a rate that's worth having like tons of merch. And then on Friday during the the big fundraiser for Jesse Swift that we were doing, like with our, you know, uh, it was a birthday hangout for me. Uh, it was the fundraiser for them. It was our Friday show me the real thing. Um, one of the Streamlabs came in. It was our good friend John Lestrina. He bought a T-shirt, and that was when Buck and I remembered. Oh shit, we have a merch store. <laughs> we did set this up through Streamlabs. John Lestrina is gonna have a T-shirt before either of us do of our own fucking thing it's great oh man i, I think it's hilarious. um but anyways so i'll have one and it says it should get here no later than uh um november 29th so it's so, a t-shirt a mug and a sweatshirt everyone so if you're a big coffee drinker go ahead and grab that mug too <laughs> go ahead and uh support the channel there uh streamlabs.com slash be the money slash tip um I have no idea how it works. I don't know how it actually supports. I don't know what the cut is of that. I'm I don't think that, we get. Hey guys, look. Here's the deal. Never mind. I was going to talk about profit margins on on our merchandise, but I'm not going to do that because I don't actually know. I'm assuming it's zero at the moment. I don't either. So I don't know. I'm assuming the I'm I'm assuming the pot's at zero. Um, but yeah. 
Deacon, if you guys make sure just face this is Jabroni Albion. Mike, I'll do it. I'll make one for even, you. First of I'll all, we don't even it. have a photo of your face to use for thumbnails. They have a photo they can use. It's it's an old photo of me. It's not very it good though. It is not a very good shirt. But uh it's congrats. Not a good shirt. Yeah. No, I mean Anyways, it's not a good photo. This. Congrats to Griffin on doing what most people made expected. it to the finals, right? Mm -hmm. No, semifinals. My bad. He made it to the semifinals. It, oh, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, that's right. The semifinals of the singles right. tournament. I'm trying to think. This was last week. This is not this week's matches. Um, next up, Brendan the Kid Meyer versus Craig the Barbarian. I think Mike. I think you're the. I think you have the only one of Jeff. Yep. It's like the one he passes around. It's not like it's not. I mean, he like does he he doesn't need a headshot. Like does Jeff does Jeff really need a headshot of himself? I got that headshot when I was involved in the theater stuff at my college where every member of the theater um, organization had headshots. OK. Yeah, it's I I, I still think it's the best best quality photo so uh, the best moving quality on. photo in general or best quality photo for me right now in which uh, my face is uh, at least two-thirds as wide um so meyer versus barbarian meyer the kid um was unfortunately beaten down by a barbarian um i have a funny story about that headshot actually i'll tell you another time um <laughs> Um, um. Yeah. <laughs> what are we like doing he, here? He like he didn't do terrible in round one. Like, no, it was just it was decent. But Craig went. Craig got all eight, but he missed the bonus. Yeah. So, but but otherwise, like, look, Craig's blowing through this stuff. Um, and and he's kind of showing like he was he's been put on the sidelines except for like one or two things. Like his big defeat against Drew McWeeny is arguably um, one. Yeah, he should have won, arguably. So, yeah. So that's my thought, at least. Yeah. Um, Craig got Robert Rodriguez. Um, he got seven points. He checked down with a second question. Brendan went perfect. He got all eight points, so that definitely helped him. He gained. He gained a point after round two, which is, I mean, it's the only way for you to gain ground is uh, round two. You gotta. You, you gotta go eight for eight. Uh, which he did. Um, he missed his two and his five. Um, like Logan saying here, uh, it was a pretty tough question. The uh, Keanu Reeves permanent record question. Very, very tough. Uh, congrats yeah. to Craig. Um, Craig needed to do well in the singles tournament. Like, yep. um, if you just take a look at how he's played, like he hasn't played terribly but he wasn't playing to what everyone thought he would like. He is supposedly rumor has it the real manager person that really constructed the Finstock exchange uh, this year. Now Gucci still had to make the choices for who they were drafting, who they were putting in matches, but I think he helped uh, Craig helped Gucci be able to have a, a list to choose from that that kind of just fit what worked for them for the Finstock exchange because not every 
like Gucci said on our stream on Friday, not everyone is Finstock Exchange material. They just, they don't, yeah. certain personalities, certain people just, they wouldn't mesh well with that group. No, not at all. It's it's a very specific sort of mentality with that. By the way, uh, yeah, this was this is difficult. Um, but also, if I'm not mistaken here, uh, permanent record. Um, it's also very important because it's like it's one of the it, it's an early film for Keanu Reeves, but it's also um, one of the first movies where he had a major role in. So I, it's, this is where one of those things are where like, look, you have Keanu Reeves, that's a wheel slice and you got to just be able to name a movie where you know that he was in it, where the character's name is. He doesn't have a lot of movies where his name is Chris or stuff like that. So like, you got to kind of break it down. Um, and yeah, like that, that's where some of these tricky things are where somehow an early movie in someone's filmography if they're famous enough suddenly becomes um the the hard one because people only focus on like the popular ones so like look if it's if it's a slice anything goes anything's anything goes there um it's uh it's tough it's tough that brendan missed it but um hey it's an actor wheel slice and um it's something to giant you know make sure that you do and it's a good trend too it's a good trend to notice um that that can happen there yeah uh craig last uh last season um his debut in the singles tournament was against william bibiani that is a tough person to start a tournament with so um oh, hold up can you hear me okay you you, yeah. you cut out a bunch you cut out yeah. like your your voice went in and out of for me, I don't know if that was. Keep talking. Can Let's you hear me now? Just... Can you hear me now? Can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, there was Jeff, some you're... weird, weird okay. hiccup. Maybe it was just on my end. Okay, but no, Craig uh, last year in singles went two and one. He won his two matches. Actually, I misspoke. He debuted. See, sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, he actually Ooh. debuted against Whitney Seibel. That's mm. that's my bad. I don't know how to read. Um, but again, he still he went two and one. In singles, um, hold up. Um, and then in Geekdom, he went two and one as well. Uh, beat Adam Lavick and John Humphreys for Lost Chance. Right. Um, so, like, again, not terribly, but I think a lot of people had high expectations for him this year because he was one of Finstock's um, three uh, free agency uh, pickups. So... You just you have a certain expectations for these competitors when they were one of the top twenty-four competitors that were signed at the beginning of the year. So you have a certain mm -hmm. expectation that they definitely have to be a top-tier talent, right? Um, and Craig, um, his only other singles match was against Drew McQueenie this year, which, in my opinion, he should have won. He should have won that mm -hmm. match. He should have won it, and it didn't work out that way. But, uh, you know, not every call is a good call. Um, but, you know, we have to keep moving. We have to keep moving yes. forward on it. So uh, Craig moves on um, where he plays the winner of this match. 
Merle versus Janine. Now, here's the thing. Janine's had a hell of a year, which is odd, because which is it's crazy to say that because it's like on the one hand, um, a handful of her matches this year that she's been a part of were losses. On the other hand, a lot of those losses, like those losses that she had this year, Marisol killer, that, like match of the year level type matches. Yeah, that match against like, Marisol. She lost on an incredibly difficult five, in my opinion. I haven't seen Hunt for Red October, Scott Glenn. Um, that is a hard, hard, hard five-pointer there. Um, and then um, she – what else is there? And then the Otter couple, It that is – she played lights out in that match. And they lost because, because Shazam had to do something that no team had ever done before. And go perfect in a five rounder. They lost because yeah, of like, literally something that's never happened. I think before. everyone thought that was not going to be close because Jeff and Janine had not played together before, so a lot of people didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to uh, expect. I knew Janine was a top talent, and I still think she is. She's definitely. Mm -hmm. But her face when Christian says "and your winner," she was legit shocked in this match. She thought Dan had it. Like she really thought he had it. Yeah. In in this match here, um, she didn't do great in round one. She no. played fine. She played good in round two. Round one really would have like was really like not great. And but what happened is Four in points. round three, this is a case where and I love Dan. I love him. Um Janine ultimately got the W, but the way it played out, Dan lost. That's yeah. what happened. It wasn't that it wasn't that Janine like was a killer in this one here. Um, it's that Dan lost. This is where she was where, able um, to stay af stay afloat with what she did like, in round two. She was able to stay in the game exactly. And like, remember, she, remember. I'm not um, saying she got lucky because mm -hmm. she still answered her two. She answered her five. I say if you answer your five, that's not luck. Remember Paul Preston versus JTE? Um, Paul Preston, I believe, was playing perfect. JTE missed like one or two points or something, like a couple points. And then overall, though, JTE still won because oh, I have Paul that up went here. perfect Pre except yes. for the five pointer. Yes, he did. And that's what <laughs> he happened. Check down is once at the end. Too. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, when it comes to missing those questions, because Dan was playing great there. For the most part, he was like he was a killer. The three-pointer, the five-pointer, those big point swings, huge. Your accuracy could be almost like all the way there. But like you miss two questions and that's it. Think about um Marisol versus Ethan, right? Out of all the questions they got. Both Marisol McKee and Ethan Irwin missed two questions each. And yet Marisol's Marisol's two points. Them. Where yeah. they missed them is huge. Exactly. Marisol her missed two, two points. Marisol missed two questions, each one worth two points. So she really missed up to three points there because she didn't get that perfect first round as a result. Ethan Irwin missed two questions where one of them was a created a fucking six point swing. And the other one was was a was a four point swing. Like his his misses 
caused what what amounts to essentially a 10-point swing in the game. So the, it's where you miss these questions. And to someone like Dan, this is exactly it. Here's the deal. It's a multi-slice movie, all right, G.I. Jane? Because G.I. Jane is, um, I think it's, a, it's it's you know, it, count, it categories, categorized a bit like war film uh, or that that uh, thing. It's Ridley Scott, the director. It's 90s. Uh, it's a handful of those things. Um, another thing about it is that he was asked to name the lead actor of a fairly significant 90s Ridley Scott film. Um. I've never seen the movie. I don't know anything about the plot other than I'm assuming with the name G.I. Jane, um, it's Demi Moore going to boot camp. That's all I know. That's all I think I know about it. I know that Demi Moore's in it. I know that Viggo Mortensen's in it. I know nothing else. He knew Viggo was in it too, I think. And I think that that's the big killer because he missed the three. And then we go to the five-pointer. The five-pointer is, in my opinion, um, depending on who you actually would ask it, because of the film's, because of the love of the film, uh, actually probably not even necessarily worth five points. It's in the five-pointer, and it, and it works. It's valid. To me, I think it actually might even be easy enough to be a three-pointer um, because it's a Tarantino film, martial arts film, uh 2000s film um and it also has uh and you know action film action adventure um but it also has of course um that answer of oh it's been four years cool four years is in the first sentence of the plot synopsis it's mentioned multiple times in the movie it's there when you open up letterbox it's plastered everywhere it's everywhere with the film so um, that that's another unfortunate miss. Um, Janine is definitely a contender. I do not think that she'd ultimately be the winner. And the reason for that is she's played great, but not every single one of those big games has eventually come out with a win. And I think that knocks her as a result. Um, but overall, yes, I, I, think, I think I think that she is absolutely a contender, though. For for sure, for sure. It will be great. Wait, I said um, it will be great once we see the list of nominees for each award. We can kind of have a more condensed discussion with each one because mm -hmm. right now it's wide open because we really don't know who's going to be like. I don't know how Christian's going to pick match of the year. Like that's that's got to be because of all the matches. I think we're approaching a hundred matches to pick like five or six. Here's the deal. I think that's it's gonna, gonna be it's got to have. I, I believe he's going to be pulling out of um, he's probably going to be pulling out um, the polls again to try to help because I'm assuming I, yeah. maybe he loves them. But if it was from what it sounds like, he doesn't he, he didn't even want to have like the digital matches available for people to easily access. He wants people to stumble across stuff in live at, in, in, in person. So does that mean that a match of the year to him is one that was digital? Because I think that many of the matches of the year this year were digital matches. Damon um, versus Dimelanta one. Damon Dimelanta one, I believe is the match of the year. 
And I, I think do, that yeah. second to that might end up being Shazam versus the Otter Couple, couple. which includes Janine. Um, and yeah, I I uh, I agree. I um, you know, there's some other great like you know in person matches and whatnot too. But I think that those are the two top ones for me off the top of my head without sitting down and thinking about it as we did. Uh, we yes, we probably have close to over a hundred. What matches. faction prize? Sorry, <laughs> keep going. I didn't want to bring it up. I'll let you, you know what. No, if no, no, keep, going, to... keep going. Keep going. But no, Dan's had a Dan had a rough ending to his season. Very rough um, with um it, the three pointer miss and miss and you know one or two misses in round one where uh uh and when it was against um press room those little stumbles there yeah that that was a rough end for him because. We also know how much he um, he cares and how much it means to him to try hard yeah. and to make sure that he he's there for his faction, for his team, for his friends. It's um, get the fuck out of here, Sean. Get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> and put <laughs> user in timeout. <laughs> that's what you get when perfect 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 um that's great i love it i love it um yeah uh kalanasi <laughs> uh chandra wasn't a bad match but i don't know if it's in the no i don't think that six. i don't think that kalanowski chandra was like a great match even because from the beginning we knew kalanowski was kind of like running away with it and chandra was fun on it for sure but it didn't feel like it had. I did that sort like, of like how Chandru was a very heel and made Christian re-ask that round. That round five. That question. was hilarious. It's not match of the year. Of the year it yeah. might end up actually being more of like a moment of the year type thing. I no, think no. Okay, he's trying to be clever. He walked in with his other account. I timed you out on that one. Yeah. Stop trying You're to be like PLD a... and come in with four more accounts. You dick. Um, what you get wing blade but anyways Don't yeah come. no it's it's a rough end for merle it's a rough end for merle for the year uh, is he back next year is merle back next year i'm just saying he's what a dumb fucking question brandon <laughs> what are you just... talking about you actually Who call me by you? my name that's all so that was a dumb question from brandon um i think that he needs to apologize no, I'm not. I'm, I'm just trying to be. <laughs> he's played a lot of matches. Maybe he's worn out. I'm just saying, like, could he be worn? A out? lot of people are worn out, but maybe I, I also think that next year a lot of things are going to change in a way where it might be reinvigorating. But also, we'll have to see. Um, I don't think Dan's going to be with the dungeon next year because I think that he might. Oh my gosh, you're fucking kidding me, Sean. <laughs> He keeps coming in. He did it. He had a third. <laughs> How one. many do uh, you have, Wingblade? How many do you have? All right. So, but That's no, what Merle? Merle? I don't. I don't see Merle sticking with the dungeon next year. Now, it's nothing to do with his feelings for Kaiser or the others there. Um, it's a matter of is he someone that needs that, that Christian sees as needing to be in a faction or is he someone that needs to be a floater? Is he someone that um, should be, that he wants to see work with someone else? Um, I just don't see Christian keeping him there. Um, 
or working, you know, like, like, you know, like, like, I just don't see it ending up creatively from a creative standpoint of him staying there. I'd love for him to continue there. Cause I, I know that he's uh, been very happy, at least with like the, like, you know, the, the relationships built there and the work that they put into it together and the camaraderie from it all. But, you know, I mean, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks for a lot of people that like wanted to probably stick with maybe their factions and knowing that it's down to five. On the other hand, it's probably more manageable when it comes to the managers too. So um, I don't think it will be with the dungeon. I don't, I don't even know if he'll necessarily be in another faction um, the way, but it goes back to next year's is going to have a lot of changes. It's going to be, a mix of some of what this is, a lot of the old and some new stuff too. I think Chris, I don't know if Christian said this, but I think they said, I think he said Chris, season nine might be called season nine reboot. Um, he, he said on a, on a stream. On yeah. I thought I heard him say that, like how yeah. this season was worn next year will be reboot. Which I guess makes sense considering everything. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, he definitely said it in, like out of nowhere on one of his Q&As, um, one of the times that he just was yep. doing that. So I saw on the Facebook page, uh, Justin Square, I believe it was, who's very big contributor to the Facebook page and keeping stuff organized there and, you know, very admirable. Um, and he was like, what do you think next year should be called? And I'm thinking to myself, I think I think it has a name, doesn't it? <laughs> um, it sure does as so, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. so congrats to Janine. Congrats to Janine. The machine plays the barbarian there in the semifinals. We have Griffin Newman versus yeah. William the Beast Bibiani. Mm -hmm. Winner of those plays in the finals, and that match airs on Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There is no paper. Correct. Unless Christian adds a match randomly, which I don't see. I don't see happening. Right. And now comes the big pay-per-view event. Teams King Arthur Tournament final. Finals. Five rounder between King Arthur and Press Room. Now, here's what I'll say. Um, if I'm not mistaken here, yes, as of Friday, with the with the matches that had been released up to that point with the pay-per-view. King Arthur was officially tied for first place with corruption without a single title match. No title match. No this title their, matches. And this isn't technically three um, pointers or four yeah. pointers. Four pointers like the knockout that uh Griffin Newman got against Justin Horowitz. Um like the it, it is truly like baffling. Like Dungeon is in fourth then because they have because they and they had a Dan Merle win and they had a Mara win. That's what that's that's 14 points right there. It's seven points and then eight points for a defense. So yeah. they had 14 points of their whole thing just from those two matches. Um, Corruption. In they, they have a chance to they have a chance to have a third one there, but uh then when it comes to uh quirky mercs um buck will be right back i am just going to keep vamping here with it when it comes to the quirky mercs they have a uh a whole a whole uh rundown with you know 
all the demo the Demolanta defenses uh and the Shazam wins. Uh Shazam has won the title match three times now and Demolanta's won twice. So that's you know, if I do the math right now off the top of my if I do that there, what's that? That's three eight pointers plus fourteen. So eight times three is twenty-four plus fourteen there. Jesus Christ. Three hundred it's it's um it's thirty-seven points just from just from the those five matches, which is insane that they have that many points just from just from title matches. And then corruption, of course, has had uh what's that now? Five title match wins as well. So with the same amount. Uh, so King Arthur coming through and now being able to be the very first uh, Finstock exchange team, uh, uh, any of the players from there to actually go into a title match when the faction is at the top is crazy considering how, how, how few points. What, um, if, let me, they had, I believe, 32 wins and something like they had they had like a they have like a a 67 percent success rate in terms of the amount of wins they've had this year um with 32 wins 15 losses so they've had 47 matches so 32 wins out of 40 uh, 47 matches they have a 68 percent uh win rate which is higher than i think most other which is higher than most other um most other uh factions what's funny is the finstock exchange has had more law has had more wins not that now if if each win was worth one point and one point alone finstock exchange still has more points than the stars and swag their total points right now are equal or are almost equal to the den, the stars, and the and swags points combined, um, which is unheard of, I think, at this point. Uh, I remember last year the idea of you know swag was up there fighting for the top, and stars was kind of up there a bit. So it's it's crazy there. And quirky mercs now they lost a point when it had to do with Jesus Christ, Michael. What are you doing? Mike, I don't know if you're trying to say it because I'm terrible at vamping or because you're just trying to be an asshole. Uh, Dom, he wasn't deleting his messages. He was plugging his own things in the FCL. So we kept timing him out and then he'd come back in with another with another channel uh, or account to comment in the chat. So then we would go in and we would delete that comment as well and time that one out. So they all got deleted as a result. So, uh, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. He's back. He's back. Oh, is he going to come Sorry back? About, there he is. Sorry about that. Uh, something came up. I had to take care of it real quick. It's all right. I understand. Um, Mike, I'm sorry. Sorry, Mike. I know that. I know that was painful for you. Yeah. Um, so sorry you had to listen to Jeff by yourself for two minutes. Yeah, look at that. So that that's what I mean. Like you get more, you win more, you get more matches. And that's exactly what's happening there, man. Um, the... The fact of the matter is they weren't actually um, they weren't actually uh, really doing well in the first place in order to do that. 
Um, I, I, I vamped, I did a bunch of, I did a bunch of math, you know, talking about stuff like, um, how the Finstock exchange there, the number of wins they've had, if each, if each and match was actually, if each, match, and if each match was worth one point and only one point, they'd still be ahead of stars and swag. Yeah. But for, yeah, like, like for, for perspective. And for That's perspective, amazing. and for the perspective of it, um, they also have uh, what what's it called? They've also had the um, the total points they have is almost the same amount as the den swag and stars combined. So it's just perspective too. And yeah, I I think it's I think it's kind of just it's it's unheard of i think in the showdown to have that sort of success rate and yeah they had a lot of stuff where matches where they uh some of their people were put up against easy players but yeah um i do agree perry really doubted a lot um you know round one was a little more was a little rough and um sometimes it just happens that way now we didn't we haven't even spoken about the fact that you know uh jeffrey khan king khan um, he did stumble in round one. He had three points. They still won via TKO. Uh, he had a difficult, he had a difficult round one and he didn't do, he didn't do as strongly as, as we expect him to. And we know that he's, he's come out like some people have, you know, tried to, you know, comment on that. And I know that I've commented on it. Some of us have talked about yeah, it. Yeah. We, uh, um, on our, on Shmobi, uh, the real yeah. on Friday, we, I would like we would just we basically just said. Khan I like the hope. I would way. hope that that's how my to the tone came off. Um, that it's yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah. Look, the tone is that like the the message of it is really like man. Three points around one is not great. I don't expect him to to do that poorly again. It might be a one off, uh, but in con in the context of you know where they're going, they have to play Shazam. And when they play Shazam and the way Shazam has played together, three points in round one could be could be a, a big deal. But we have to remember points. also the speed round is different. It's the buzzer here. So you can't hope to gain you won't have ten potential points to kind of gain ground there in round four. You're only gonna have five opportunities to gain points in that round. Um so um, but I think Khan knows that he has to play better. So we don't need to say, oh, like he needs to play better. He knows. Um, even though they won by TKO, um, like Khan had stated, he had a full days of work when when this match was filmed. So he he, he was exhausted. Um, yeah. God damn it, Sean. Sean, you can't be in here. I'm here to save everyone. It's not going to happen. No, nope. goodbye, Sean. <laughs> What are you, you no one need no one deserves this. You... Stop it. <laughs> How do you time someone out from the actual screen now? Uh, what are you, you can doing? ban them from the studio. Yeah. You can't stop. Ban... Stop coming in. <laughs> stop hacking yeah. our system, Sean. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they do. They want on right now. What's up, guys? What are you, How are you doing, doing, Sean? How are you? <laughs> I was 
What are your I thoughts? Had, I had some quiet time. What I don't know. What were you, you talking what, about? What, what were your thoughts on the match? I was distracted. I don't actually give a shit. You're out. Goodbye. I kicked him. <laughs> did you kick him or did he actually leave? No, I kicked him. <laughs> yeah. Kicked him so the way. thing is, because we're using the same login, I can't kick you out, by the way. Yeah. No, you fucking can't. No, it's, it's not good. But no, I mean, um, I mean look, I, you could kick me. You could kick me if you change the password. I could do that. That's about all and I can do. We're no do. longer working together. Like we do that sort of thing, sure. <laughs> That's about it. But no, um, at least with spectacular, have the whole day to kind of. I mean, not the whole day. He'll probably have fun at the expo for the first half of the day, and I feel like teams will either be the third or fourth match. Um, Garth, I will time you out. <laughs> I don't care. You're in the hospital. We we will time you out. We will time you out. Um, but I no, I, I um, I I think Khan knows, um, yep. that he, that he's going up against who many say is the best team of all time in Shazam. Yep. Just the way the way they played this year. But remember, they've lost twice, and when was it? At spectacular. Spectacular. One time, one time person, no. one time not. No, I don't. I know this is a funny joke, but no, he should be first. Get it out of the way. I agree. Um, but it because won't be. Christian said that it's not worth points. So what's the point of having it near the end? Oh, entertainment. So um, for the record, I've had many of these in my life. It's not hard to drink out of it. quite enjoyable and very refreshing so uh back to this uh here rookie he is not the rookie of the year yet okay because as i said before he could Harper lose is also five and oh yeah he could lose a team's match he could lose singles he also harper also is five and oh in an incredibly difficult difficult league that is a, a, an astronomical difference in terms of like how you are able to study and the work you have to put in to being able to work that. And yes, it's only like 12 movies, but it's I also, think... he's also the only one with a belt so far. Yes, correct. He's the only rookie. He's the only one with a belt. It's, it's kind of like Griffin Newman is a serious threat for rookie of the year, but it's, I, I'm, but, but I think Harper is still the rookie of the year at this moment. Love it. Great joke. Uh, I love it. Great, guys. great joke. I don't know if you came up with it or if you pulled it from somewhere else, but this is a great, great joke. Big fan of it. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> uh, well, you know Griffin is in at least one match there. It's spectacular. What if he loses? He doesn't have a belt. He has the one loss on his record. Um, now, if Thomas also loses, we can still have a discussion. But if Thomas wins... Between them, because I think it's between Harper and Newman. Like it's unfortunately, I think even if Nikki were to win, I don't know if Nikki would be rookie of the year. No, I don't think so either. Because because I don't know, man. It's it's very difficult, really. Like every single she would one be of five Harper's and zero. Matches. Harper would be five and one. Yeah, it's it it'd be difficult um to imagine um but like i think that this is the year where 
as much as Griffin Newman is like the full package for a lot of people, I think this is the year that we need to really, truly acknowledge that that like Star Wars has blown through. Oh, oh, can we? Can oh my god! If guy called the Roka match, I would. The funniest thing ever. I guess the question he... is, what character? What character is guy now? He's just Andrew on the desk, right? Yeah, I think he's just himself, which I don't think Roka right. likes anyway. <laughs> but no, um, who does he like? I think we can have a discussion, <laughs> right? Um, rookie of the year, I think, will be determined at the end of Spectacular because we'll know who's won. Because if a rookie has a belt, or say they both have a belt, I think it's still a discussion. It's not like, oh, say Griffin wins the team's uh, title, but Harper also has a belt. I think Harper's more impressive because Star Wars is such a difficult... Star Wars is literally... Like, for instance, Ross, when he played against Nikki, I believe, right? In his debut. Um, Ross, his five-pointer was to name a character that was mentioned once on one page of a single art book from something involving rise of Skywalker where the book was published and, and like bound together before the film was, was edited in which that character also didn't make anything other than a single frame in the year. Um, yes, that's exactly it. Recency bias it's, as usual for the award. It's it also a popularity contest. If if one of these competitors has a big following, they're going to win in a landslide. So I I think that um, I think it's going to be it's really going to come down to I think really Harper versus Newman with a close second like a close people behind for rookie of the year, I believe at this point would probably be like, you know, like gold leader is definitely up there. Uh, I think up there. three of the five are going to be star Wars, Harper, Nikki, gold leader, Newman, and probably for Betty. I, yeah, no, I would say no, now, now Moses, here's the other thing though, because Moses also, but also Moses has had four matches this year. He's had four matches total. Um, and then, uh, and he, and, and like, you know, he's very likable. I don't know if, um, the way that everyone talks about rookie of the year and when they don't even remember him, that's where it's like, did he pop for everyone the same way that like others did who did the exact same fucking shit. So like, yeah, he's definitely a contender for that as well. But then like, you know, you look at someone like Jeff Kahn who played really well in his first couple singles matches, and then he lost around one of the singles tournaments, so people forget about that. And then he is also a rookie in a title match at Spectacular still. We have to keep that in mind. And then, uh, yes, look at that. Josh is up there for rookie. There's the going to be people left yeah. off because this is the year of the rookie. We had so many rookies that year that did mm-hmm. really well. Someone's going to get left off. It's, it's This is one of those things gonna where, happen. like, it's happened at the Oscars before where it's like there are five slots for best actress, but there are like eight people that are actually worthy of the nomination. Yeah, the nomination. And like four of those eight are people that all could arguably win and none, none of them would be a surprise. Like here's the deal at the end of the year, as it stands right now, I would not be surprised if Harper 
or Newman one. They both make sense to me. I think that personally, I would pull more for Harper. Yes, I think he's a friend of the show. Uh, I consider him a friend. And um, I'd say that there's, yeah, like case for con too. Like I said, he's, he's a rookie going to be in, in a spectacular uh, title match. Unlike many other people. I can't remember if it's so. five or six slots, but someone's going to get left off. It's just, someone will it's, because we have, it's just gonna happen. look, we just listed at least seven or eight people alone just now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that look, it's, it's going to be Thomas Harper, um, Griffin Newman or Jacob Whitnaven. No, uh, don't listen to this crazy man. Um, he went what? Oh, and two. Oh, and one. Oh, and two. Oh, and two. Right. Oh, he... uh, and two. Okay. I can't remember. Oh, and two. It was, okay. it was Owen two. But congrats to uh, King Arthur. Um, yes. So we have every slot at Spectacular is set besides singles, which we will know mm-hmm. in about 72 hours. Yes. So yeah, um, that's that's about it. I don't really we don't really have much. Um, it's been a crazy day for me here. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell everyone the news? Yeah. Um, I I officially closed today on a house, so now I am a homeowner, which means that if things go well with the work that has to get done, hopefully by New Year's, this background behind me will be different. I will be doing this from a different location still undisclosed for the sake of the internet but you know different (laughs) um yeah so that's exciting and um yeah it's crazy for you too you got up and walked away in the middle of the show um yes this is other this is another thing here um for uh elite um, we're go- they they are going to have everyone there at 9.30 in the morning. I will definitely be there at 9.30 because I am elite. Also, I have an elite ticket. I knew you were going to go there. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have I, VIP, I don't know. so I'll be there at 10. Yeah. yeah, I don't know exactly like how much I'm going to... I'm going to obviously walk around and whatnot, but like, you know, the, the amount of like friends and people I talk to and whatnot, I'll be there for a bit and then I'll just end up dicking around with people. Like it was, it was so much fun. Like, like, you know, doing this sort of stuff and getting to like build relationships that we built through this with like competitors and managers and whatnot. Um, good for them, whatever. Um, the, the, um, the relationships that we built with other, um, well, all, sh- all Schmodown media shows should should have something there right i'm assuming rundown to backstage might have stuff too you know things that are employed by schmodown um right the they have they um our other our i know that we have a whole media thing going on i don't know what's going they're on they're going to backstage rundown i don't know if they're going to be there we're going to have um oh table jesus i'm mixing it up with the whole with with the with the whole media thing that everyone had that, that um, nine doing with 30. all the after shows. I'm, yeah. I'm mixing up. I'm mixing everything up. I don't know why. I don't know why I sounded so callous there. Um, that was, that was not what I meant. Um, the everyone doing that whole media thing. Jesus. Um, yes. Nine 30, nine fucking 30. So uh, yeah. So 
it'll be fun. That means I have to be there before that. Before that. Look, yeah, Saul, look, here's the deal. Um, you know, early is on time, on time is late. And if you're just late, sleep, uh, Saul, you're... just sleep there. Yeah. Like that's probably gonna be your best option. Mm-hmm. Just sleep there. Yeah. Um, um but no, um we will most likely have a Shmoda a Shmomi the Real episode the week of Spectacular. We will do like a little preview with me and Jeff, Matt, Chris, and Shug, just kind of giving our because at that point we will know all the matches, so we can go ahead and give our preview thoughts on it. Um, it'll be fun. It will most likely be Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure which. We haven't, I think, solidified it just yet. Um, it won't be next next week because we do have our final show to do next week to talk about these uh, this week's matches. Final, final stuff from bef- yeah, final stuff uh, that covers the matches from this week. Yeah, specifically, right. So that's it. No, I'm very, very excited. Um, it's going to be a Sean. Very... That's a question you need to ask your wife in the privacy of your own bedroom. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for the weekend. Uh, I get there Thursday night. You get there Wednesday. Yeah, I get there Wednesday. Um, I'll be there Wednesday to Tuesday. Um, honestly, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't, I, I, I can't judge you. Look, no kink shaming here, but if you want to ask us, I don't think that you should. Everyone, um, make sure to go ahead and follow us on all our socials. We got the show Twitter there. You got my Twitter there. You got Jeff's Twitter below him. Make sure to like the video, uh, comment with, um, how excited you are for spectacular. Yeah. Um, subscribe please if you maybe some yet. hot takes you think what will happen at spectacular who will win maybe some cold um, takes maybe some hot cakes uh, always down hot cakes mm-hmm. um so it's gonna be fun um make sure to subscribe if you have not yet um evidently farmers out yeah i don't know what's going on i don't know what, i don't know what the schedule is with that stuff um but uh yeah <laughs> everyone um thanks for tuning in goodbye <laughs>